Hey, good morning or good afternoon, wherever you're watching from. Uh, if you are on right now, say hello. Uh, good morning, Angie. Uh, or if you're uh, if you're catching up later on the replay, uh, be sure to uh, let us know where you're you're watching from and say hello and and leave some comments. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are, uh, questions you may have. All right, let's uh, let's get into it um, today. I want to I wanted to talk a little bit more about the access we have. So we started talking yesterday uh, in our new series called Out of Zion and uh, we were talking about the city of God yesterday. And one of the things that uh, we mentioned was, is that the access that we have as um, citizens of that city, as uh, God's children, you know, as royals, as those co-seated, we have access, right? And so today I want to specifically look at uh, Revelation. So the access that we have to the revelation of the kingdom, uh, the the wisdom and revelation that we have access to as ones indwelt with the Holy Spirit, as those uh, living in Christ. Um, I want to continue looking through Daniel. We looked into Daniel 2 yesterday, and we talked about that, but I want to continue on into Daniel's life and read uh, uh, some excerpts from these different places in Daniel's life that speak to the revelation that he had access to in a, a time when uh, Holy Spirit just came on people. He didn't indwell them. And so that's, that's what I want to look at today and, and really take hold of the fact that you have access, that you have access to uh, revelation, to solutions, uh, to solve problems. All right, let's get into it. So we know uh, Daniel was uh, taken captive uh, by the Babylonians, and he actually served uh, in Babylon for somewhere around 70 years. He served uh, Nebuchadnezzar, uh, Belshazzar, Darius, and Cyrus, uh, four different kings there. And, uh, and we know that he was one of the ones that says uh, Nebuchadnezzar, uh, told his uh, uh, people to bring in the, the youths from Israel uh, that didn't have defect, who were uh, good looking, uh, intelligent in, in every branch of wisdom. So uh, language, math, science, all those things that they were looking for in terms of being wise and uh, also endowed with understanding and discerning knowledge. Uh, so they could serve in his court. That's what he was looking for. And uh, so it, Daniel and, and some of the other people were chosen and and brought in and trained um, in ancient Babylonian language and um, their wisdom and understanding and all of those things. And so uh, that's where Daniel started in there. Uh, we know immediately, even in the training, as soon as they were brought in, he displayed uh, his conviction to continue to serve God. Uh, through uh, the laws that they were given. Like he didn't want to eat uh, the food that was given to them. He wanted a, a certain diet that he knew went along with their, uh, with their culture and, and with their customs and, and things that had been laid out for them. And so we know right away, he wasn't, uh, wasn't afraid to, to say what it is that was on his mind. He wasn't afraid to uh, show resolve. And so, uh, 
that's an important thing to remember because a lot of times we're going to come up against some things that will test our resolve to continue to follow God, to continue to work in the calling that he's given us. And so, Hey John. And so I wanted to, wanted to make note of that right away. And, and we know you can go back and look at the story in, in the first chapter of Daniel. And it, it talks about how uh, even with that change of diet, uh, he still wound up looking better than the people who went on the king's diet that had been commanded them to eat. So he had resolve. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we went through uh, the story yesterday of uh, in Daniel 2 of the stone that was cut out without hands and crushed the statue in Nebuchadnezzar's dream. And... <clears throat> And so uh, I, I want to look at that real quick. And we know that uh, Nebuchadnezzar had this dream and he was uh, demanding that the wise men of Babylon not only interpret his dream, but tell him the dream. He didn't even want to tell them the dream. He wanted them to be able to give him the dream plus the interpretation. And in verse 10, I want to read uh, uh, 10 and 11 out of uh, Daniel 2 says the Chaldeans answered the king and said, there is not a man on earth who could declare the matter for the king inasmuch as no great king or ruler has ever asked anything like this of any magician, conjurer, or Chaldean. Moreover, the thing which the king demands is difficult and there is no one else who could declare it to the king if, except gods whose dwelling place is not with mortal flesh interesting statement they made there but we know that daniel was brought in after that uh, because there was the king put out an order that he was going to kill all the wise men because they couldn't follow through with his demand to not only tell them the dream but interpret it as well and uh, daniel heard about this questioned why it was so immediate and went to the king and asked for time and so we know he was able to come back and and not only give the interpretation, but he also gave the dream without being told. And it's interesting that they said, you know, um, there is no one else who could declare it uh, to the king except God's whose uh, dwelling place is not with mortal flesh. Uh, at that time, it wasn't. It is now on this side of the cross. It absolutely is. Right. So something important to keep in mind as we continue to talk about this. Uh, let's jump over to Daniel 4. And in Daniel 4, uh, the king, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, has another dream. And he wants the interpretation. And in Daniel uh, 4, we're going to start, uh, we're going to read verses uh, 6 through 8 here. It says, so I gave orders to bring into my presence all the wise men of Babylon, that they may they might make known to me the interpretation of the dream. Then the magicians, the conjurers, the Chaldeans, and the diviners came in, and I related the dream to them, but they could not make its interpretation known to me. But finally, Daniel came in before me, whose name is Bel Belshazzar, according to the name of my God, and in whom is a spirit of the holy gods, and I related the dream to him. I love in verse eight, it says, but finally Daniel came in. 
because he was the one that was actually going to be able to make known the interpretation of the dream. Yeah. Those names they're, they're crazy uh, because that's the name that Nebuchadnezzar gave him. And it's hard to say, and very close to the, to his son's name of Belshazzar. Uh, so finally, Daniel came in. I don't know why he didn't start there. He knew already he had been uh, uh, given this uh, dream and interpretation by Daniel previously. Why didn't he start there? Well, obviously, we know in between there, there was a lot that happened with uh, uh, the friends being thrown into uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Um, being thrown into the uh, uh, furnace and being protected there. And so there was, there was some time that passed there. Um, but I, I, w I would think that he would have a memory long enough to be able to say, Oh, this guy, Daniel interpreted this dream before. Why don't I start there? But finally it says Daniel came in and gave the interpretation. Let's uh, I want to stay in, in chapter four and I want to jump down to verse 18 it says, uh, this is the dream which I, King Nebuchadnezzar, have seen. Now you, Belshazzar, tell me its interpretation, inasmuch as none of the wise men of my kingdom is able to make known to me the interpretation. But you are able, for a spirit of the holy gods is in you. It says, verse 19, then Daniel, whose name is Belshazzar, was appalled for a while as his thoughts alarmed him. The king responded and said, Belshazzar, do not let the dream or its interpretation alarm you. Belshazzar replied, my Lord, if only the dream applied to those who hate you and its interpretation to your adversaries. So Daniel listened to the dream. He understood what it was saying and he received the interpretation. The problem was the interpretation was something negative for King Nebuchadnezzar and it was going to put him through a trial and remove him uh, from the people. And he didn't want to, I don't want to say didn't want to deliver it, but it was troubling to him. But the king encouraged him, you know, don't let it trouble you. And so Daniel still uh, showed resolve and shared this hard word with the king, which uh, knowing the erratic history of him could have been life-threatening to Daniel to interpret it negatively uh, for the king. And so it's, it's an interesting thing here where now he's given something where it's hard to deliver because uh, he knows what is going to happen and it's not good, but he does it anyways. So there's some follow through there. Another important piece for us to remember is that when we are given a word, we don't want to just sit on it. We need to follow through. Not only does it need to be delivered, it needs to be actioned on. And we're going we're gonna to talk about that also, too. So let's jump over to chapter five in Daniel. And um, this is uh, Belshazzar's feast. This is uh, Nebuchadnezzar's son. And he's throwing a feast. And during that, he sees a hand come and start writing on the wall. And he actually sees the back of the hand. He sees the writing, but nobody knows what it says, and nobody can give an interpretation of it. And so um, we're going to read uh, Daniel 5, uh, 6 through 12. 
And so after, after seeing this handwriting, it says, then the king's face grew pale and his thoughts alarmed him and his hip joints went slack and his knees began knocking together. The king called aloud to bring in the conjurers, the Chaldeans and the diviners. The king spoke and said to the wise men of Babylon, any man who can read this inscription and explain its interpretation to me shall be clothed with purple and have a necklace of gold around his neck and have authority as third ruler in the kingdom. Then all the king's wise men came in, but they could not read the inscription or make known its interpretation to the king. Then King Belshazzar was greatly alarmed. His face grew even paler and his nobles were perplexed. The queen entered the banquet hall because of the words of the king and of his nobles. The queen spoke and said, O king, live forever. Do not let your thoughts alarm you or your face be pale. There is a man in your kingdom in whom is a spirit of the holy gods. And in the days of your father, illumination, insight, and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, were found in him. And King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father the king, appointed him chief of the magicians, conjurers, Chaldeans, and diviners. This was because an extraordinary spirit knowledge and insight, interpretation of dreams, explanations of enigmas and solving of difficult problems were found in this Daniel, whom the king named Belshazzar. Let Daniel now be summoned and he will declare the interpretation. And so you can continue to go through Daniel. You can see story after story. He comes in, he gives the interpretation. Uh, he has his own uh, dreams and visions and, and things and revelations, and you can just go and read all throughout uh, the book of Daniel, these stories, and they are absolutely incredible because they bring revelation. And this is something that as believers, as ones on uh, this side of the cross who have access, right? We, we have access to everything in the kingdom. And that's part of what we talked about yesterday. And one specific thing that we have access to is revelation. And there are solutions that can be offered up in these revelations. This should be something that we should be sought out for. We should be sought out by governments, by businesses to offer revelation and solution out of the kingdom to these perplexing problems it says that daniel uh had illumination insight and wisdom like the wisdom of the gods we we have that wisdom of the kingdom living in us and we dwell in that wisdom also the extraordinary spirit knowledge and insight interpretation of dreams explanations of enigmas these these uh these problems that are so perplexing, they, they can't understand them, right? He was able to solve these difficult problems. That's us. That's what we have access to. We have the solutions living inside of us. We know that. We can, we can pull on those anytime. But it's going to go back to relationship. Are you... Are you in relationship with Jesus every single day? So at a moment's notice, when a, a, a problem is presented to you, at that moment, you can turn 
look in the face of Jesus and see solution right away. It's what you have access to. It's what you can, can bring about for the world. And this is something that we are at unedited life very uh, committed to being able to do. It's very committed to being able to offer uh, solutions and insights and uh, of enigmas, solving of problems wherever they exist. We want to help uh, want to help you be able to do that as well. Right. That's why uh, the what we're doing with the training uh, throughout next year is is part of that is being focused towards that. We want you to be able to step into any place, hear the word of God and offer solutions, offer uh, action that can be taken. We have uh, done the work to compile a word for 2023. We have done uh, the work to press into that and see what it is to uh, put that word into action. And, and we are committed to that. And, and I want to be able to, yeah, that, that's the link, uh, uneditedlife.org slash kingdom indivisible. Check that out. Um, sign up for that training. We're going to be doing training uh, almost uh, weekly uh, through July and then uh, monthly following that. And, and don't let, don't, it, it's, it isn't, uh, is it going to cost anything? Uh, we, we always offer Royal exchange. And so uh, if, if you want to be involved with that, don't, don't think that it's going to cost you something uh, that uh, puts up a barrier between you and what it is that God wants to release through us to you. So check that out. Um, from that word though, I, I want to, pull out a couple of things because there are some key focus areas within that and uh, families is one of that. And, um, and really we are putting together an even larger family here in in those that we share oneness with, whether you are uh, locally in our community or you're part of our online community, uh, we see family there and one of the things in this word, it says you will be known as a phenomenon as you step into my commons and the commons being signs, wonders, and miracles. We're going to see restoration of families. We're going to see uh, a, a, an even greater oneness there. And so it, it's, it's something we don't want to leave people uninvited from is being that phenomenon. And so Check that out. We want to, we want you to be able to be brought into that. And the last thing that I want. To... All right. Maybe, am I back now? Can you? Okay. I want to bring out this last thing in that word, because I think it's important about what it is that we're talking about uh, today as it, as it was access and revelation. Uh It says, I am laying territory at your feet, a rolled up remnant for you to spread wide, hang it out, beat the dust from it, 
cleanse it from an, from its iniquitous history, expand wide, stake the eastern border. You are my governmental ambassadors. You will find yourselves in spaces you have no experience, no credentials. However, I have found hearts that can host my zeal appropriately, a fiery crew that knows and banks on the inheritance of my government that will live on on forevermore. When you start to press in and you start preparing for the coming year, you need to know you are going to find yourself in spaces where you don't have parents and you don't necessarily have credentials to be there. However, you are going to be placed there for a reason because of the solution that you have access to and the solutions to the enigmas and problems that are being presented. So look at this word, chat kingdom indivisible. We want uh, as many people that want to be a part of that to be a part and to uh, be able to gain from that. You have access to revelation. You have access to everything it is that you, you need, everything it is that's required to uh, uh, accomplish the call that God has put on your life. Press into that. See what it's going to look like. Start asking questions. Start start uncovering where it is that he is pointing you towards. You may not have the answers of, of uh, who it is you're going to be standing in front of that you don't necessarily have experience or credentials to be standing in front of, but it's going to happen. So be prepared for it. Start preparing now. All right. I hope you have uh, gained something from this. Uh, I look forward to uh, hearing from you in the comments. All right. Have a great week.